0: You're listening to Podcasting for Experts with honest conversations about using podcasting as a tool to grow your reach, increase your audience, make a positive impact on the world and most importantly to get paid for your efforts. I'm your host Jess and we are Pristine Podcasts. Let's talk podcasting. welcome back this is episode 12 and it is the last episode of this season already and I can't believe how quickly this has gone by we're not intending to take a break between the seasons as I'm recording this however depending on the number of interviews that I've managed to record for season 2 we may need to adjust the publishing schedule a little bit, but I will be able to tell you more about the upcoming episodes over on Instagram. You can find us at pristine podcasts. So do stop by and say hi over there as well. In this episode, I want to talk about what your show can do for your business and how you can really leverage it. And there are a few key things that I want to touch on today. The first kind of subject area would be expert positioning and what that will actually do for you being able to get clients. And the second thing that I want to talk about is how to make sure you are leveraging the podcast and it's actually getting you results. So being seen as an expert in your industry and what you do really is key. In episode three, I talked all about the stages of awareness that people go through before being ready to actually buy something from you. And now imagine this. Every time that your ideal client goes to research a topic on the Internet, you appear as one of those people that have created highly relevant content to answer their very specific question. Eventually they come across one of your podcast episodes, then they end up binge listening and they take all the advice that you're giving them and they're starting to make small changes in their lives and they end up getting great results. When that happens, they will want to hire you for more. And that could vary depending on the purchasing power that each person has, for example, if, they currently can only invest in the lower range, then they may end up buying one of your products or a course. And if they have a higher purchasing power, they may end up wanting to work with you one-to-one, for example. The second thing that the podcast will do for you is not just generate enough content that positions you as the expert on this specific topic that you talk about. However, It will also really make it easy for your listeners to make a personal connection with you because they listen to you for so many hours. So they know exactly how you speak, how you think. Um, your level of enthusiasm for what it is that you do and all of those things. They're going to get a real good sense for what it might be like to work with you. Like I, for example, I'm a very no nonsense kind of person and I like to just, you know, say things how it is, look at what the problem is and find a solution. I'm not a very airy fairy kind of make you feel good sort of person i'm more a find the problem and fix it kind of person and i think that becomes very clear in the kind of content that we create so podcasting is great because it gives you a chance to build up a huge bank of content that will make it very easy for people to understand how much you do know on this subject And then it allows you to also make that personal connection with your audience where they just have that real sense for who you are. And that is one thing that is going to get you pretty amazing results for your business. The second thing is that you need to really learn to leverage your podcast as a tool for your business. One of the things that's really tricky with podcasting is measuring things. And the problem is that if you can't measure something, it makes it really hard to improve on it. And podcasting is notoriously bad for that because there are lots of things that are not accurate, not trackable, wishy-washy numbers, basically. Like, for example, your download statistics. It will say that your episode got 100 downloads. Great. What does that mean? 100 downloads. What, who, are they uniques? Are they recurring? Does it mean the person has listened or they've just downloaded it to their device or have they started to play it? And which device slash service are they using? Does it auto-download or does it only download if they actually listen? So they are wishy-washy numbers and wishy-washy numbers are like having no numbers because you're still basically flying blind. You don't know necessarily um how much of the episode they have actually listened to, it's pretty crap. And that's, for example, where YouTube beats podcasting any day because YouTube stats work. So I know exactly how many people played the video to what percentage, where did they drop off, where did they come back, and it makes it super easy to monitor that. The only thing that you can control is whatever happens on platforms that you can insert specific links to and that probably warrants a whole training in itself that I'm going to need to create at some point. Uh, something that you can do is to use Google Analytics and Bitly to make sure that any links to your podcast or from your podcast show notes on other platforms to your website are are trackable links um, there is something called UTM parameters that you can attach to the back of your URLs and those things that you enter into the parameters will actually show up in your Google Analytics so for example we use trackable links on all of our social media content so that we know exactly where people have clicked through to our website and to the specific show notes, etc. So those things really help for you to get more of a picture on where your people are coming from, how they're finding your show and then make some guesses on what actions those people take next. For example, opting in to your freebie or booking a free call with you. And you can use Bitly to make those very long, ugly URLs short and easy to copy and paste, and it saves yourself a load of characters as well. So that helps you to understand more of where your people are coming from, how they're interacting with your content and what actions they take going forward. That still doesn't tell you much about how the podcast in itself is doing, but you can kind of see how are people interacting with your podcast and what do they do as a follow up of that. And that can be something that will give you some answers on how much revenue are you generating from people that clicked a link that you only gave out on the podcast, for example. So they had to have listened to the podcast episode to be able to actually know that link. You know, so there's lots of things like that that you can do to give you more of an indication on how people are using your podcast and what results that's getting for your business. Hey can I interrupt the episode for just a hot second or two? I just really quickly wanted to tell you that if you've been putting off launching your podcast because you're confused about the process and just don't know where to start there is still hope. We put together a full toolkit that gives you everything that you need to start your podcast in the next few weeks including a 90-some page step-by-step guide taking you from absolutely no clue what I'm doing to that was easier than I thought. A podcast concept worksheet helping you to define all of the most important details of your show, such as your why, your audience, the transformation you're offering, etc. A podcast summary sheet where you can make note of all of those important details that you need for your show. The podcast episode master spreadsheet and this is where you will link out all of your episode ideas number them link to your published episode link to your show notes add your player embed codes and everything else that you need to stay efficient and organized every single week It also includes the podcast episode outline guide, so you always know how to structure your episodes to get the most out of them, as well as a set of Canva templates that you can use to quickly design your podcast episode cover, even if you have no clue how to even design something. You will also get the guest interview guide telling you exactly what you need in place to interview your guests successfully and you will receive a set of podcaster affirmations that will help you to feel motivated and confident on your new podcasting journey and you will get all of this for just $27. So if you're interested in checking it out then head over to pristinepodcast.com forward slash toolkit and with that we'll go right back to the episode. Wherever possible, you are going to want to send people to real estate that you own on the internet. So it's always better to have your own website instead of using the website that the podcast host might give you. You always want to send people to a link on your own site instead of to the podcast show notes on the podcast host's website because then Google Analytics has a chance to pick them up and to track the actions that they actually take. Also, a second issue with podcasting is that you don't have control over your audience. So your audience is currently listening to your podcast via third-party providers. And as we've all seen in 2021, Apple Podcast has made so many changes and they've basically completely messed up the platform to a point where for some people, their podcast disappeared off the platform completely. For some people, the episodes are super delayed and they're not pulling out. Uh, lots of people can submit their podcast because they have to create a new Apple ID and um it just keeps saying that the Apple ID hasn't finished setting up and you can't actually connect it to Apple Podcasts. So it's a huge pain in the bum this year. And the problem is that that might continue. They're not fixing it. And you can't rely on platforms like that to keep, you know, showing your show. So something that you do want to do wherever possible is to move people to a platform that you do control. And for most people, that is going to be email. So once you have a person's email address, no matter what happens, you have a way of contacting them. So even if like it's also happened just yesterday, actually, as I'm recording this, Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, etc. have been down like the whole day and basically no one has been doing any promo, well, if you have people's email address, guess what? You could have sent them an email to tell them about your new podcast episode despite those platforms not working. If you have people's email addresses, you can tell them about your office despite your podcast not being visible on Apple Podcasts. You you have a way of contacting them and you can still send them to your content on other platforms if something happens. So the easiest way for you to achieve that is to create a free download that you can give away to your audience in exchange for their email address. So for example, we offer the podcast launch checklists, and that is basically just a massive checklist that has all the things listed out on it that you need to have in place before you're going to launch your podcast. And that is available for free. Actually, if you want it, you can get it at pristinepodcast.com forward slash launch dash checklist, and you can just download it for free over there, and um then... I will have your email address. So even if something happens to this podcast or we are no longer available on Apple Podcasts, I can send you an email and be like, hey, Apple Podcasts is not working for us anymore. Go listen on Spotify. Go get us here. By the way, new episode is out on this topic. Don't miss it. You know, I have a way of getting hold of you that doesn't rely on this podcast being on air. And that is something that can save your entire business. Like, I don't know the amount of people that have lost their entire audience on other platforms because they just randomly got banned. I just had someone like, I don't know, two weeks ago that was banned from YouTube overnight because of repeated community standard violations without any discussion. And the thing is, her topic doesn't even violate any community standards. She doesn't swear. She doesn't have any kind of hate speech going on it's not political it's not the usual you like gambling dating whatever there's nothing inappropriate there absolutely nothing and her entire youtube channel was just shut down overnight no appeals process so people can do this to you at any point and you want to have a backup of a backup of a backup as far as contacting your people goes and the same goes for your podcast The other thing, other than making sure that you turn your audience into an audience that you own, is that you need to think about business when you think about the podcast. So you want to make plans for your podcast that involve revenue generating activities basically from day one. I know I said that this episode is for business owners, but there could still be some of you listening that are not yet a business owner, but are thinking about it. Even if you don't have anything to sell right now, you can still make sure that you include ways to generate revenue from your podcast. And even if your podcast gets you clients for your business, you can still include some of these methods to generate additional revenue that is basically only generating revenue for the podcast itself so I know people who run businesses and while the podcast generates leads for the business their podcast has revenue generating methods that support the entire production of the show and anyone that becomes a client after that is pure profit to her okay and you can do that very easily by offering low-priced products and you can basically sponsor your own show. So, so for us, um, we offered the podcast Launch Toolkit, which you can find at pristinepodcast.com forward slash toolkit. That's a $27 product and it is super handy, super useful and an absolute no-brainer from a time-saving perspective. And that product in itself could over time generate enough revenue to pay all the bills associated with the podcast, be it the podcast hosting, editing from our team, etc. So although we edit our podcast in-house because we're podcast editors, there's still a cost associated to our team editing the podcast, right? So having a low-priced product like that could get you a way to basically sponsor your own show and then cover the cost of production with the low-priced product. Something else that you could do is using platforms like Patreon or Buy Me a Coffee to generate donations for the show. Um, that is a super simple way. A Patreon is a recurring subscription, and you normally offer something in return for people becoming a Patreon supporter. So you might have to create some additional members-only content or get them some members-only benefits. Um, however, with buy me a coffee, um, they actually offer one-off donations. So you can just say, Hey, if you appreciated this episode, I have my link for buy me a coffee at the bottom, you know any contributions appreciated and someone can just send you like two bucks if that's all they have, you know, but they just want to contribute. And I think that's a really nice thing to do as well. And although you might get clients from your podcast, there isn't anything that says you can't still have people buying you a cup of coffee if they really appreciated one of your episodes, which I think is just a cute little thing to do. The other thing that you can offer is podcast merchandise so you can build a little bit more of a community around the podcast itself, not just around your business, because there'll be plenty of people that will listen to your podcast that might not be in a place yet to become your clients. And they can still spread the word and be part of your community through the power of merchandise. So, you know, I can go buy myself a t-shirt that has like your podcast slogan on it, or that has like core beliefs that the show has printed on t-shirts, mugs, bags, that kind of stuff. Um, a lot of those can be done as print on demand, so you don't need to buy any stock you just literally create the designs, you upload them, and third-party companies take care of the printing and shipping. I just want to say, even if you're US-based, please think of your European audience. I don't know how many times I've discovered podcasts and their print-on-demand services only work for US-based customers. And there are plenty of options out there now that offer worldwide shipping and there's no need to use a service provider that only offers us-based shipping you know you are leaving millions of people behind because people in europe do speak english even though their first language is not english Um, Another thing that you're going to want to do is to encourage people to book in for whatever your thing is that sells your offer. So for example, if you're a coach and you offer a free discovery call, clarity call, whatever you want to call it, then use the podcast as a platform to encourage people to book in for a free call. If there is a mid-range service that you offer but something comes up in your episode that's just perfectly placed for you to tell people about the mid-range service, tell people about the mid-range service. Like it might only be one person a year who hears about that service on your show, but it is exactly what they need. So even if you get just one person a year to buy into it, that's cool. There are people that may have otherwise not known about that service and you wouldn't have been able to help them. So for me, monetizing your show and treating it like an asset to your business is something that's really important to master because there is no point to keep creating content again and again and again if you're not doing it in a way that's actually going to benefit you as a business owner. If you don't do that, you will forever remain on that hamster wheel of creating content and you will still not see any results. Alrighty, with all of that said, that's it from me for this episode. I really, really, really hope that you enjoyed season one of the podcast. I am really excited to get started with recording the interviews now for season two. Um, if there's anything that you would like us to cover on the podcast, then If you head over to pristinepodcast.com forward slash podcast, at the bottom of that page, you will find a form where you can put in suggestions and questions for upcoming episodes. And I would love to read some of your feedback there. And if you haven't left a review yet, our entire team would appreciate if you just hit the button, take five seconds to drop us a rating and leave us a review. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast in the upcoming episodes or if you would like to talk about collaborations of any sorts, I would love to do any joint trainings with you if we share a similar audience, then you can always drop us an email. You'll find our email address in the show notes as well. And as always, I hope you have an amazing day and we will see you back for season two. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. If you're ready to finally pull the trigger and get started with your podcast, then don't forget to check out the Podcast Launch Toolkit at pristinepodcast.com forward slash toolkit. The link is also in the show notes.